Welcome back to Booked, Busy, and Broke. As always, I'm your host, college girl, JB. And of course, I'm here with my main man, Satchel Gesture. Hey, darling. What's the tea? I ain't seen you in a I minute. I ain't seen you in a while. It's good to be seen. But first of all, congratulations to you, Miss Delta Sigma Theta <laughs> Sorority. Thank you. Thank you. I know that we took a, a small break yes. because you were going through your process. Yes, and yeah. it was indeed a process. And I'm thankful to be a lifetime member of Delta Sigma Theta Incorporated. So shout out to the 78 Forces of Fortitude, Federal City Alumni Chapter DC. We lit. My line sisters is all lit. We got Joe Take It Edie interviewing people like Oprah, myself, yes. um, lawyers, doctors. I yes. mean, like all the women on the line, the process, everything was absolutely beautiful. Well, congratulations to you. My sister's a Delta. Thank you. I'm number, I'm number 14. It's the tallest I've ever been in my life. Come on, 14. And I didn't think I was going to make it that far. No, you did. <laughs> Started from the bottom, now you're 14. Okay. There you go. Okay. Oh, oh, and my name is Ready Action. It's spelled R-E-D-Y. And why is that? Because you always... I'm always ready. <laughs> Stay ready. So I ain't never got to get ready. Okay. So um, welcome back to Atlanta. I'm Thank ex- you. I, I, it's always good to have you here. I was just telling you this morning that I need you in my face. Yes. Yeah. I but got to be. I also told you I'm coming to DC for two weeks. And we well, I, I, I can't wait because yeah. I've been flying out here every few weeks. It's been it's it's been COVID and in Atlanta we're very strict on Please. You know, being out. Please. Just... <laughs> Please. People don't wear masks because everybody already feel like they got the COVID. It's in the hookah smoke. You gotta come hit this hookah in well, Atlanta. I don't want don't take me to no hookah bars. If you don't no, if you don't want COVID, you gotta hit the hookah. Well, you gotta hit the weed. Okay. So <laughs> <laughs> now that's that's herbs that's not charcoal as you're drinking jameson what's up josh J? what's up team jameson what's up everybody um so today mm-hmm. or this episode you know it's the holiday it's the most wonderful time of the year okay you got on your your burgundy your mm-hmm. raspberry your hey, color you, you, of the you, season. You, you know i gotta get it one time you know so I, I tried to fall in line and get information but tonight um we just gonna um you know kind of close out the year talk yes. about the highs the highs, you know, because, you know, lows always, you know, you start from the bottom and you always elevate. And we got some friends with us. Of course. Tonight. We got a we got a, a familiar friend mm-hmm. and we got a new friend that you'll hear. more. Well, not a new friend, but right. a new guest to the right. show um, that you'll start to hear more of. Um, ladies and gentlemen, your favorite book, busy and broke guest. You might like him more than you like Jessica and I. <laughs> Mr. Eldridge Washington, welcome back to the mic. What up, what up, what up, family? It's good to be here. What's up? Y'all already know Eldridge's been talking shit before we even got on here. So. Hey, I just want to let listeners know I've been more broke than I've been booked this year. <laughs> but you've you been spending money in the cash app rooms on Clubhouse. Ooh. Unapologetically. <laughs> That's because I have a problem. And I believe in philanthropy. You do. And I support small businesses. Mm-hmm. OnlyFans is only an e-commerce site. It is. And you have an OnlyFans. Yes, I do. Well, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> ladies, check out my feet. Uh, what's your OnlyFans name? Just Eldridge. OnlyFans.com slash Just Eldridge. So you can find him sniffing panties on OnlyFans. <laughs> and you can also find him doing gospel DJing on Sunday on Facebook. Amen. Balance. <laughs> I'm here for it. That's called being um, well-rounded. Yeah. I'm here for it. I am, in real life, I am. I mean, at the end of the day, I feel like you are your own person. Like, you could still be a professional and still be whoever you are on the side. Like, that's why I got two lives. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> College girl, but a freak on the weekend. <laughs> but a freak on the when I'm going. <laughs> speaking of. Speaking of. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking about because this weekend you're going to Cancun and I'm jealous. But yes, tomorrow. Uh, but I digress. We also have another guest. Um, you 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 introduce you, you introduce Eldridge first, so it's only right that you introduce our newest guest first. Yeah, I didn't hear you. What'd you say, Kelsey? <laughs> Kelsey, it's such a pleasure to have you here. <laughs> Wait a minute! I you can't know. even let you introduce him like that. You yeah, gotta go yeah, back yeah. and she be tried like, me. Right? She was just like Kelsey. <laughs> Kelsey, hey. a big deal. Come on, let's do it. Do it right, Satchel. Okay. No, she got I mean, it. 
Well, whenever I come into Atlanta, every time we go to Atlanta Breakfast Club. So, okay. Tell everybody Atlanta Breakfast Club is a black owned. It's black owned. Yeah. It is yeah. the one of the best, actually the best breakfast yeah. spot in the, Atlanta. Yeah. I that's the only place I go for breakfast. Though as soon as I touch down, yeah. every time special. me and Satchel go to Atlanta Breakfast Club, the salmon cakes, the fried green tomatoes, it should just be called the College Girl Special with the grits, with the cheddar. Um, but Kelsey runs that spot, and you probably seen this fine ass man everywhere on the internet because. His picture is all over Facebook, uh, promoting ads and so, you know. Oh my nigga, god, my you nigga seen stock him. photo. Wait, I'm a. I'm, I'm, <laughs> let me interject right here. Well, he's, he's a good stock. Photo. That photo is the epitome of book busy and broke because right. he was doing a photo shoot because he just needed some photos. Right, and the guy was like, "I'm gonna take your picture," you know. And you at the, yeah, at the time you, like, you just okay, gotta be like, "Cool, cool. I ain't worried about it." And the dude was like, "You know, I can use this when I need it sometimes." And it's like, "Sure, don't worry about it." This is now the most used photo of a black man on the internet. Yes. You, so, you seen Bay. And now he feel like he should get some money off of it. But when you broke, I don't know if you was broke when you man. shot that. But bro. This nigga is the Dave Chappelle of photos. <laughs> he is. He is. Look out my picture. <laughs> but the funny part is that dude y'all is Y'all love me. Stop using that picture, y'all. Stop. <laughs> dude is getting paid. Dude is getting paid every time somebody used that photo. Bruh. He, he wants no phone calls no more. Now he's he too busy for me. He should write you a check. He's, he's getting paid every time that photo is. Yo, used. every time I see that photo, it's okay, y'all. Let me tell you exactly what he has on. He has on a navy blue, like dark suit with like a cognac shirt, fresh haircut, little two diamond earrings in his it. ear, hands kind of folded the cap away because, you know, he is a kappa, you know. So, you, 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 <laughs> what do you mean? You're right, right. We got a sigma over there. Oh, don't be disrespectful to the house. Don't be disrespectful to the house. Well, oh, I mean, okay. You know, we all we we divide out of here. There it is. Black there it man is. Blue suit. What? Yeah, black man, blue suit, white so, little handkerchief. So let me tell you what what you may have googled. Let me tell you what you may have googled, and feel free to jump in, y'all. If you see What'd this you Google, picture, Eldridge? Oh, you can Google going to college. <laughs> you can Google speed dating. Oh yes, um, definitely speed dating or dating that black date naps, and he definitely will come up. You could get um date black man smile. Mm-hmm. You can Google what else can you Google to find black a man in blue suit. That's mm-hmm. that's the that's the one that pops up. Cute black man, like it's definitely going. Shout out to the what's the photographer that shot this. <sighs> I don't even want to give him no shout out. I'm only going to ask you his name because I just want to say respectfully. Uh, my right. I think it goes by a color brown photos now, but he's so Marcus Brown. So a color brown uh, okay. photos. Yeah, Tamarcus send, Brown. This came up. Uh, so send, <laughs> send Kelsey a holiday basket. Okay. Send a nigga a check, bro. Uh, the, no, uh, just some type of um, 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 I'm looking tidings at all of good pictures. cheer. I'm looking at all his other pictures. They can't compare. We ain't going to even. That ain't even what we talk about. We just saying. We just saying. Support black businesses. Kelsey's handsome ass was a black business and he ain't got okay. no money from that photo. Man. And Tamarcus, a color of brown, please send my Tamarcus Brown, I ain't never yes. seen this nigga with a basketball. Ever. Is that Kelsey? <laughs> nah, this no. is just another picture. I love that. Picture. Just wanna let him know. No, it's funny. I used that picture for my basketball truck. Just cause. So you pay him back? No. Okay. I have the picture. So hold that up. We, <laughs> we not so okay. So wait, JB. Um don't, let, let, let's let's you said something um so we're gonna go back to the script for a minute okay um again like today we want to just talk about lessons that we've learned in 2020 mm-hmm. um on this road to entrepreneurship the like, lesson is it, it, make sure you got your shit copyrighted if this is that, gonna that, that your part, photo that part i wasn't i wasn't gonna shove it in your ass like that yeah but Man. um sorry okay you can take that back um <laughs> But lessons that we learned in 2020. Yeah. So the thing is, what was supposed to be, you know, and 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 no disrespect to the people who, I'm just talking about from like an entrepreneurial standpoint, right? Um, I, I've seen a lot of small brands. I've seen a lot of black businesses. I've seen a lot of um, you know, independent people that have really been able to thrive. Um, so. You said something. We did a talk on Clubhouse. Yes, we did. And you said two standout points that I thought were awesome. And I think that it would be great for us to build tonight's discussion 
off of these two points. Okay. Hit them. So I feel like we kind of talked about this a little bit on the last podcast, but I feel like during this COVID, you know, 19 pandemic, like life has been very challenging, you know, especially for me and Satchel, like, you know, most of our gigs are in person. All of our gigs. All of our gigs. Yeah. You know, I'm college girl. I need to go yeah. to schools, yeah. organizations, and, and and speak to kids. Even my foundation, I can't even really see my kids in a yeah. safe space. Yeah. Um, however, I just think that this whole time has really been a time for you to pivot and really be creative and do the things that you've always wanted to do. Yeah. Because I am a firm believer of God gave everybody a gift to produce wealth. And during COVID-19, that was it was the time. And even though you were dealt a bad hand, that doesn't necessarily mean that you can't win and prosper during a pandemic. And for many black businesses and businesses in general, we needed a pandemic. Yeah. You know, some of these some of these businesses needed SBA loans yeah. to survive because here's the thing. Some of us didn't know when our next workshop or whatever was coming. You For know, um, however, I feel like in life, this pandemic has taught me is how I respond to situations. Mm -hmm. You know, like, OK, if I cannot see my kids in person or if I cannot do an in-person college tour, how can I still make these resources and everything accessible? And that is, OK, let's do a virtual college tour where people were now getting into college on site. Now, this was a nationwide thing. Now, I'm able to brand College Girl more on a worldwide perspective. Mm, globally. In 10 days, we had 407 people sign up for yeah. this virtual college tour. <laughs> clap, clap, okay? Okay, clap, clap. And and um, I, I just truly think that this has been a time for a personal growth and development yeah. in terms of how you respond to situations. Um, when you're dealt a bad hand, how do you still work through that? Yeah. Like, how do you still remain mentally positive even though you don't see any positivity because you need to get on a payment plan for your rent because no. you're a bartender or, you know, we're entrepreneurs and we have to be out there or we have to file for unemployment and food stamps. Like, it is real. It's real. You know, however, it's still your mindset that's still going to put push you forward and yeah. that's what you and I talked about earlier today yeah. you know when we had breakfast yeah so I want to I want to point a question to Kelsey and Eldridge but I want to say to you mm -hmm. speaking of pivoting and prospering in the pandemic no I'm gonna say that for later okay I'm gonna say that for later but shout out to you shout out to you okay so <laughs> um both Eldridge and Kelsey so just in the spirit of um you know, the pivot or prospering in the pandemic, I know from y'all both stand on two different sides of the coin. I mean, y'all are one and the same for what y'all do culturally. Right. But Kelsey, you started a business and a big part of what you were doing, Eldridge, throughout the whole thing, you were still like, literally your foot, philanthropic footprint didn't stop. Like you were still like putting money in people's pockets and gathering the people and being a champion for the people. and Spreading still COVID. <laughs> Why would you spread COVID? I mean, gathering people. How come? All right, keep going. He's Have you trying had COVID? to be witty? No, sir. Me neither. I thought I had it like two weeks ago. I was freaking the fuck out. Um, I got a crazy I story about COVID though, but I'll say. You got your test, <laughs> No. So yeah, I got. My, <laughs> I got. My, I walk around with my results. So um, <laughs> talk about. So um, I do HIV papers. <laughs> I good, bet I do. Good for five days. <laughs> even know what the fuck i was gonna say um Kelsey, <laughs> you started a business so not only do you manage a black business you started a business mm -hmm. um eldridge in the middle of um you know what one could consider despair right um but being in the middle of atlanta's like new beacon of what well no not a new beacon because i'm from here so i already know what that is but what people are now looking at as a gold mine you're still holding strong in that and still supporting that community. Right. What has this year been like for y'all like amid this pandemic? Is it crazy that, that for me being here in Atlanta, nothing is nothing has really changed for me personally. Mm. Like granted, yeah, you gotta go into the grocery store with a mask on, but outside right. of that, like it's like business as usual. Right. Like I think because I'm as a creative, you just, you figure some stuff out. You pivot. I don't want you call it pivot. It's just, this is what you do. You just, all right, next, next, next. You know, so when I was, uh, I was pitching my concept to a diversity and uh, inclusion um, lady who does that work for like 14 different Fortune 500 companies. 
and I wrote in the proposal, it was like um, COVID friendly or COVID, something about COVID. And I had all this information about how we're like COVID like friendly as far as the basketball truck business. I'll explain in a second. And she was like, yo, take that out. And just like in, include that in your innovation. You know what I mean? As a creative, you just figure out how to do stuff. Right. Despite the situation. If, if we're saying everybody's broke, cool. Let me figure out how to do a party where niggas ain't got to pay to get in. Right. It's a free party. Jameson's paying for that party. So right. everybody get in free. And right. we just figure it out. So with, with the basketball truck, I was like, people still want to play basketball. Right. And the truck just happened to fall into my lap in Mar like right before COVID hit, like March. And then by the time I bought it, it was April. And we developed it. And I was like, all right, cool. Now, cool. You can shoot basketball. You ain't got to converse with nobody. You ain't got to be in a group. You ain't got to collect or gather. You just right. shoot. And it just became part of the innovation of being creative. So with that, like, so just tell the people what is Courtside ATL? Yo, like so I, I started a company called Courtside ATL, and it's a sports entertainment concept that allows you to shoot your shot. Um, great. The, the blessing that happened was that Atlanta took all the basketball goals and covered them up or took them down. So right. brothers couldn't play basketball no way. Right. So Damn you, I, Keisha. <laughs> <laughs> so once when I de developed the basketball concept, it was it was for a bigger situation I'm, I'm still working on. But the mobile truck now just drives through Atlanta. We pull up on people. We pull up at the Trap Museum. We pull up at when T.I. had us at that spot the other day. We pull up at the parking lot concerts that we're having here. And they hit me up like, yo, what's up with this, this truck I heard about? Yo, I just pull up. We set up the goals on the truck. The truck, the goal, the truck has goals on it. Right. I got music coming from the truck. We got video games in the back of the truck, and we just have a good time. So let me say, first of all, congratulations on it. Yeah. I, I remember when you first talked about it, and just to illustrate how much like this is real life for us, y'all. Like, and we really talk about our reality. I can remember when we sat at the Breakfast Club, mm -hmm. and like you were going to Jessica to inquire about what she did with her whole college girl truck, and like. How she mobilized that and got that off. So just shout out to those and the conversations. Bus is actually amazing. Like me and Kelsey have met a couple times and like just to see his vision and like yeah. really what he wants to do. Like, I mean, I see courtside ATL, like this is a physical activity. Like the bus is dope. It has this DJ booth all the way at the top of the bus. It has these TVs. I mean, it could I haven't seen it. Do you know I haven't seen it? Well, no. No, I mean, I haven't seen it in person, but I have seen lots of videos and all that stuff. And and I think like with Kelsey, like, I mean, this is a corporate truck like this can come to events. Everything. This can go to everything to school. So whoever's listening. Congratulations, best friend on your truck that I haven't seen. <laughs> I appreciate it. You know, I, it was funny. I was driving down the street one day coming through uh, the west side. Yeah, and El just come riding his bike down the street. <laughs> El, did you got a bike? I wish we had. No, no, no. Like that Pee Wee Herman. Um, <laughs> hey, hey, look, I be riding too. Man. It's dope. We, we've been working on this concept called a thought to a thing. Mm -hmm. That'd be my next book. A thought to a thing, and just how okay. how do you how do you take Bing. how you take thoughts you have? You know what I mean? Like that's really what I learned from twenty twenty. Oh, it started when I wrote that book. Uh, yeah, what's your first book? Um, help! I'm talking to myself. Um, help! I'm talking to myself. Help! I'm talking to myself. Got all the titles. Like, <laughs> <laughs> got books. Raphael de la Ghetto. Okay. But that book I wrote in twenty eighteen was a testament just of of creating something you know what i mean a lot of times we have all these great ideas as creatives we always say these ideas that we've written down but nothing is you know built out to fruition so but can we really talk thing. about the importance of i ain't gonna lie like i talk to my motherfucking self like i wake up some days and i'll be like all right sis like what we about to do like how you about to do this like and i think talking to yourself is not crazy like sometimes like I could talk to myself better than I can talk to other people about my ideas. Cause like I can call somebody and they are not as excited sure. about what They're I want to do. It. They're not with it. And I know this is dope, you know? And sometimes like, I don't think talking to yourself is a bad idea. You talk to yourself, Eldridge. I know you talk to yourself. No, I actually don't. I kind of force my ideas on people. So let me, let me ask the, <laughs> let me, ask, let me, let me ask the three of you. This Mainly because, Keith. Because I've seen all three of y'all do it. <laughs> like in, in real kind of, so I want one from all y'all. Give the people a step to doing the shit. Like it's easy for us to talk about motivate yourself, get up, yada. Right. But like literally for the young dude that wants to do, you know what I mean? Like Who wants to be the stock yeah, like, for like for, for the girl that wants to do a book. Like like what like what was the like give people the I mean do like give you, them that good cliche. Yeah, shit. give it, give it, give it. Come no, on. not but not, not <laughs> but not but not the cliche. No, I, like, no, no, I got like, you, I got you, I got you. Now um for real, man, you know, the first part is really like stop being scared of that shit. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So for me, I had to check myself one time because I, you know, I don't start stuff sometimes because I don't want it to fail. Yeah. And a lot of people That's do that. That's me. Yeah. A lot of people do that. People, uh, so the biggest reason, and we're not even scared of failure. We're really just scared of embarrassment. And right. Because we're popular people, I feel yeah. like corny people are go able for to. They go for it because they've never had to say corny, sacrifice more introvert, anything. laid back, corny, behind the scenes corny. People. Okay, <laughs> okay. Because we feel like we're hell. Okay, we're popular, so if we fail, we fail in the well, eyes so, of okay. everybody. Well, corny so, well, so let, let, so let, let me take let me take popular and corny out of it. We are people that have done certain types of work, okay, and gotten in certain kind of positions, okay. So we feel like. We have to do things a certain kind of way. Right. And I know for me, that's like the biggest motherfucking curse that could have ever fallen on me. Right. You know what I mean? Because so so the, the people so so the people that are really going for it, they don't feel like they got nothing to lose. Like it's right. only possibility. It's only possibility. You know what I mean? So all right, keep going. It's funny that you asked that because this morning I posted a I posted my stories. And it was like you're making it way harder than it's supposed to be. Yeah. Um, and really, what I was what I was talking about in my second post after that was we had to break things down. Mm-hmm. Right. And how I how I even came up with the basketball truck. It was just I had a, a lot of large conversations. Then I'm like, all right, cool. Everybody's vibing with the the concept. Now, mm-hmm. how do I figure it out? How do I get the truck? How did you land on the basketball truck? Like, like it was like you're a baller and you like the ball. Like, how do you get that idea? Because I I just bought two box trucks. Mm-hmm. But I ain't a best. What is a box truck? A box truck like a move. Little Penske truck. truck. Yeah, like you move like yeah. stuff in. Let's talk. Like you call, yeah. Because I'm. Hey, now we can rap. Yeah. But, hey, why don't we? Okay. We yeah. So so so, so I, mean, I um, want to know like what because my mind didn't go to that. So I just want to make what made you go to. Nah, I mean if you truck? if you look at the realm of like um, sports entertainment, when I say sports entertainment, I mean like Top Golf, put put, um, pin and proper here in Atlanta. Uh, Baden, what do you call that joint? I don't play baseball. Baden, the Baden, Baden cage, cage. Mm-hmm. pitching okay. stuff, all the sports Did she things. Badman, <laughs> ping pong, all, all the stuff that that you play is a is a game, right? It's a game. Right. Uh, but they never have anything for basketball, and that's how I came up with it. I don't want to talk no more because people was like, "Oh snap, they will spin it." But you never seen the basketball other than going to like the the, the carnival and playing. Chuck it with, and the, Shooting um, the goal with the, right. with the when they already dented up and stuff and they, it's fake. Or you go to like Dave and Buster's and you get the little the Papa shots, but you never had the experience where your regulation ball, regulation goals is not a trick, it's not a game. You're just right. enjoying yourself. But I I honestly think though, Kelsey, that's because you studied your market. I feel like as yeah. entrepreneurs, yeah. you have to study your market. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that's how College Girl came about. Like you had that. certain people that were only talking about scholarships or only talking about how to get into college, but you didn't have this one-stop shop of a person who could teach you how to do everything from beginning to end. You studying your market, you saw like, okay, Atlanta does not have this. Like, yeah, they may be an Xbox game truck or you know a PS5 game truck, but there is no shoot your shot that's actually gonna regulate your shot. So I also think during this pandemic like research was a thing for people hopefully in order for their business to be prosperous can you talk about that too because i feel like i'm a bad researcher me too now what i'm really good at is team building so keith is an amazing researcher Mm -hmm. he will go down a rabbit hole and find everything about it i'm not i'm what you call a first page googler no, if my answer ain't oh, on the if first, if it's not page. in a hundred and twenty characters of a tweet, is that one twenty or one? No, no, I ain't that bad. No, that, that's good because when she said the whole research, job, I would never say that because to me, I didn't feel like I, that's what I did. But I just paid attention. But when I talk to people about my concept a little bit, like people I trust, yeah. the people that do research, like, oh no, they'll start sending you links on Instagram and links on Facebook. Like, did you see this? Have you seen that? Did y'all see Hoop Bus? Yeah, yeah. Hoop Bus came to Atlanta. <laughs> right, and she sent me like sixteen different concepts from video game trucks to basketball concepts or anything but then you were like oh no that's not me right. i got it in my own lane but that's how you know what i mean mm-hmm. but that that small group of people that do research but that's how you create a lane like that's how you create something different like you know you see what's out there and you see what you can do to encompass everything that they are not yeah it's a, it's essentially what i did when i started so atlanta so um <laughs> i was i was editor I was editor at Uptown and Upscale at the same time. Right. Um, They were both luxury black African-American lifestyle magazines, but one was based in the South and one was based up North. Okay. And the difference was at Uptown, they were very unapologetic about representing New York culture. 
Like they wanted you to know that the world revolved around New York. But here at Upscale, the conversation was always, we don't want it to feel like we're in Atlanta. We don't want it to right. seem like Atlanta. We need to. And that never sat right with me because okay. why not? Right. So the whole thought with So Atlanta was to become a platform that told these stories or amplified um, not only Atlanta culture, but colored Atlanta culture. Right. Um, you know, there's always, we always talk about Waffle House varsity. Like there are things that people are equated with Atlanta, but like literally for us to be sitting right now, like we on the West side, like I, I feel like, like, I feel like. I've gotten so much culture doing this podcast. Yeah. Eldridge, us yeah. starting this at Floyd Plaza. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. this is like you this, know, this, like, this, 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 and, 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 and these are the stories. I'm glad that we're telling these stories in this space. Right. Um, so Atlanta is not about being from Atlanta. It's about being of Atlanta. I love that you hop on a plane and come to Atlanta. You live in the nation's capital. You know what right. I mean? Like there's enough pomp and circumstance there to fill any podcast. But, I, but, it, we want to talk but about. it's a different type of energy For sure. when I come to Atlanta. Like, you know, back home it's gentrification. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm dealing with vice presidents. I'm dealing with program managers of all these different government agencies, but it's like when I come to Atlanta, I'm with my people. Like this is and Stacy and Keisha got your back. Like, I, right, yeah. I could talk about anything. Yeah. Stacy, any Keisha, time. Felicia. Well, first off, all did you I love Felicia. The VP More. went to Howard. Okay, HU. We have a Howard shout University shout out graduate. To you, HU alum. Would y'all vote, would y all vote for Felicia over Keisha? Excuse me. H I would. Hampton. I saw from. You would. Hampton. Yeah. Oh, you mean the institution by the sea? Okay. By the sea. Yeah. yeah. Which I got. Okay. Surrounded by H -U, white people. You know. Yeah, H U, y'all winning right now. You probably went to Howard knowing you. Huh? To my Hampton? Oh. No, I was talking about No, no, he's talking about Hampton. He knows he <laughs> knows what's up. We're not talking about the institution by the sea, but that's another conversation for another day. Shout, shout out to HBCUs in general. I'm saying. Okay, shout out, shout, shout, yeah. out, shout out to Morris Brown. How about that? Like, okay, that that shout years. out to Morris Brown. Welcome back to well, the block. How well, about we, that? We, 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 we we ain't there yet. We but, we, we, well, yeah, yeah but they, we basically they, there. They, they accepted our application. <laughs> right. We, okay, but yeah. guess what? That is a major yes. step. But but the thing we, is, we before. like we oh got kill. No, I'm just gonna stay there. No, Black no, people th are winning right I now. This is our season. Better job. I think they, Brown is coming. I think back. it is almost hurt. It can hurt them to to let come people, back. No, to let people run with the rhetoric that. They got their accreditation back. Right, no, because that's down, right. Eldridge. They're they're still in a process. Break it, right. no, okay. it, <laughs> it down, Keldridge. Keldridge. <laughs> I'm just saying. Kelsey so like, we want them to get it right, but we're in the application process. So you don't want them uh, people to get the application like, oh, these these arrogant folks. They got right. campaigns going because you know how we do. Mm -hmm. We and Brown out. So well, serious. wait a minute. Bennett saved themselves, and Bennett had a major fundraising campaign. But, what I'm saying, it's different between saving stuff. it. Like you can fundraise, but letting funds. people run with letting people run with the message that we got our accreditation back. I don't think it's healthy while we're in the process of trying to get our accreditation. But guess what? It's gonna come back as long as they stick by the book. If they've gotten this far, clearly. What's the soonest we'll hear if we got it? That I don't even know. Uh, mid 2021. Not even lie. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I'm college girl. Hello. Oh, well, excuse me. My bad. <laughs> my bad. Let me shut up. Did y'all check them? This is my space. Okay. <laughs> so at least by mid 2021, they should know, you know, what their accreditation status is because accreditation is extremely vital to an institution because they cannot get any type of financial aid or any type of thing right. like that from the government. So any students who are currently attending Morris Brown are attending without accreditation and are attending without financial aid. Right. So it takes a couple months. Poor they just got to make sure that they, they got their off. policies in place. But I mean, historically, black colleges is coming back on the map. So oh, they, they're going to they, be fine. No, yeah. Shout out to the HBCUs. Um, and shout out to HU. And I mean, everybody was these brands. Jackson. I mean, what, what was that? Mississippi. First Jackson, 10, Mississippi. Bison. Yeah. Yeah, our you boy know. Deion Sanders. Yeah, Deion, yeah Sanders. Deion Sanders. Now that's a big deal for HBCU. Yeah, I also want to Jackson shout out, State. Um, yeah, I, he's he's coaching at Jackson I, State. I, I, I shout out Peloton um, because of their partnership that they've done that kind of highlights HBCUs and my boy Alex Toussaint. Um, shout out to you, buddy, for being um, a poster boy for that brand and like letting the world ride with you. Um, I think last time we saw Alex, Jessica and I listened, but we were on that rooftop in Miami. Remember my boy Child, Alex that was up there? Yes. <laughs> Miami. 
Guess you know. Okay, I just want to let y'all know. By the time we come back for this podcast, I will be planning for my thirty first birthday. Mm-hmm. We are all going, we're all going to Antigua. We'll be Keith, recording from. I ain't Antigua. gonna lie. I'm saving up to fly you out. Yes. I got family out there because we need to do. I I, I was telling Satchel we need to do an island edition, yeah. like yeah. you know, do the podcast, have fun, talk, like be on vacation. Like Eldred that's that, that, that's the, that's the full Antigua? definition of being book busy yeah. and broke. All of that. Okay. You in? You in? E? You know I'm coming. Keldridge, y'all in for Antigua? Keldridge. Because <laughs> that's what I'm a, seven days a week. <laughs> <laughs> Certified free. Top of me, what of me, smell of me. Hey, now you fucking with some wet ass pussy. <laughs> I always wanted to Shit. say that. We should have played mulatto. Sorry, mom. We should have played. You should have played mulatto. We in Atlanta. Yeah, that's all right. Oh, my bad, my bad. We got more opportunity. Well, you know, I'm from up top, so you know we can have a little Cardi B. It's Jesse. Cardi got Woman of the Year for Billboard. Shout out to Amari yes. and Dante Maurice for shooting that cover. Um, oh, you know that what? was let a me, gorgeous what cover. I, what I'm enjoying about this is like all the shout outs that we keep giving for even like with these bigger brands and small like bro- right. small businesses like. It's black magic all around it. It's, so, it's the win for me. So for our preach, I just want to salute and shout out um, the magic and the thing that is black entrepreneurship. Amen. Um, it's, it's, it's one of the most beautiful things. And it's also one of the hardest things. We both mm-hmm. know that first like and that's every, what this podcast yeah, is founded on. Like everybody at this table, everybody in this room mm-hmm. knows what that means, what it feels like. So, um, you know, again, this has been a year that that people have considered a disaster, but y'all showing y'all black asses. And I, okay. um, I think that's- And I'm letting them kiss it. I think, I think that's absolutely amazing. <laughs> Shout out to you for the new children's book. Oh, thank you. Um, Yes, I have a children's book coming out called College Girls First College Tour. Um, I'm super excited about it. It looks Um, amazing. Yes. uh, Shout out to my editor, uh, my illustrator, Felicia uh, Watley. She's she's out of uh, Chicago. Paid big money for her. <laughs> so just to let y'all know, if y'all want a copper, you're going to have to bust that checkbook open. I'm just about to ask you, like, never mind. Dude. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I think it's so important, you know, for me being a college girl, like helping older kids go into college, like that I also reach back and teach younger kids about going to college because I think at that high school age is kind of, they're already in their own mindset. But going back to children, I'm able to mold them and shape them. So super excited about it. 2020, we started Book Busy and Broke yeah. Podcast. Yeah. Keith, yeah. Keith has been amazing. Eldridge, you know, I feel like we couldn't have done this without you. You know, all of you all, like, all I couldn't have done it without that. Kelsey's breakfast with the salmon yeah. cakes and the broccoli. It, 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 it really does speak to the village. Um, right. I, I appreciate that. I appreciate that, like, one thing about us as black people, we going to fuck with each other. Mm-hmm. We going to do it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And this is a living testament of it. I love that. We it, it like Eldridge has not only opened up his family's business, but he's opened up his home. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, thank you. And, you. You, 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 and Kelsey have been able to put conversations on the table without a non-disclosure. You know what I mean. Right. Like, I've been able to cut up merchandise to give to you as you travel to Cancun. Like, because it, mm-hmm. it, it, you know, like, I got a bottom Keith, piece yeah, for that. Okay, <laughs> Keith, Keith, Keith has lended us his expertise. Like, mm-hmm. he doesn't just work with us. Like, he's right. the pod guy. You know right. what I mean. Right. So. All of it is a reciprocal thing. You even got Daz in here, like taking behind the scenes. Scenes, pictures. I mean, 2020, honestly, for me, I feel like personally, mentally, spiritually, it was a fucking win. Yeah. Period. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, found love again. Yeah. He, Eldridge found love. I didn't. Well, I didn't find love neither, but I mean, that's another podcast. Fuck, got me a quarantine, babe. I'm chilling. I had one until my birthday. Well, Damn, 42. <laughs> I'm never having another fucking birthday. Let me tell you, your That's birthday is actually our first fight. My birthday? Fight? Why? Yeah. She was supposed to come to my party. She, wait, she did. She, she came did. with me. Yeah. She was mad at me. 
Because you didn't come. Yeah, oh. Nah. I, I ain't talking nah. about this. She had on her leather pants. Kelsey didn't come. She looked good that night. Exactly. I ain't like that shit. Kelsey, why you ain't come? I, I don't know. He know, know. I, he was asleep. He see, fell asleep. See, if your girl, if your girl oh, mad at you, one nah, party you was... don't want her to go to is a satchel party. Like, so we went let, to dinner. <laughs> so let me, let we me. Went to dinner. Like, we didn't even like, do anything. Nah, so let, right, let, that's what they all say. Let me, right, let me just right. give a shout out. That, that's right. that's my little bit of a shout out. Shout out to um, the brands that I work with, the brands that I have been able to call clients that have still tried to, well, made a way. Um, to support, to write checks, um, to, to enhance all of those kind of things. Um, even down to like talking about a satchel party. Like a satchel party is a thing. A scene by satchel is a thing. And as we go into 2021, like hopefully you'll experience that and hear that. But um, yeah, my parties, my parties are legendary. Yeah, you don't want you legendary. Fellas, I flew all the way Fellas, back. Don't let your girl party. go to fight alone. Let me ask y'all this. What's the best piece of advice someone has ever given you as it related to entrepreneurship? Mm. I can't. Well, I think I said this on the last a couple podcasts ago. Don't compromise who you are personally to get to where you want to be professionally. Like, and I think as a woman, like that's one of the yeah, hardest that's things. That's to a do, good one for a woman. You know, right now, like you know, I could have an OnlyFans. I could have on, that's some not, sugar daddies. Not compromising yourself. I mean, it depending on how I use yeah. OnlyFans, you know, I love them. and Instagram yeah, and. Everybody, doing you know, just shit. just being out here, not doing womanly things, you know. But, I mean, that's for a person, period. Like you, you start to compromise yourself. You're like, right. shoot, I, the dude say you gonna give me some money, but I gotta suck a little dick or something. Like how much money was it? Like, <laughs> but okay, nah, you but gotta she, like, but don't, it girl but you're out here like, doing it for free. Nah, that's true. But but at least you feel better about yourself. Do it for free too. Um. <laughs> So but nah, nah. It's but free some, for me. Some, Best piece of advice. Good advice. <laughs> I got two. Give me, give me one. First one, my dad, Eldridge Perez Washington. Yes, Perez. Perez. Um, yes. You all black, huh? <laughs> yeah. I think. Thank you, Perez. He, he from New York. I think my grandma had a crush on the super. No, oh, okay. Uh, so my dad, he always said two words. Mm-hmm. Think bigger. Nice. You know what I'm saying? Like, no matter what it is, like, yeah, you do bigger. Nice. Like, you know, so I appreciate my dad for that. And it, and then Keefer tell you that has definitely affected my uh mindset because I do be like ambitious as a motherfucker on shit. I'm like, I love that. Hey, yeah, let's do this. That's the Atlanta in you. Yeah. So, you know, what a Monroe. Um, well, that's yeah. Atlanta, Jason. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Atlanta, that's Jason. the Georgia in you. Um, I think the second um best advice. Uh, someone ever gave me in business was uh, relationships are the keys that unlock every door, blocking mm-hmm. your success. Your network is your network. All the, but but that's it's true. It's real. It is real. You're right. It's, it's real. Yeah. You're trying to hear it though. Like, come on now. They're like, you know, everybody, you should be. Well, nah, so so here's the thing. But there's so many so, lessons to building a network. That's going to be a, a episode in itself. You can do that well, one. Because that's my second book. Uh, because the thing about <laughs> it is, the, I, I, so let me say See, that's this. what relationships are. It, it, you have all the relationship. That's you, right? Straight up. That's relationship. That's I, I think. Right yeah. That's that's true. I feel like so I th- I feel like that leads me into the the piece of advice I've gotten, right. and then we'll go to you, Kelsey. Like, mm-hmm. um, a friend, a dream asked for hey, a dream, a dream told me one time we 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 shared a mutual client, and she literally gave me the best piece of advice I ever heard. She said, "Take the emotion out of it," mm. because I was so emotional about what I expected of the relationship, and when it comes to business. You Some, can't expect stop it. Stop taking it personal. Yeah. And so everything that went my way or didn't go my way, it was emotional. Mm. And that leads, you know, leads me back into talking about this whole network thing that we're talking about. Because right. also just because you know people, that ain't your network. Right. So I think you have to have a you have to be able to differentiate between people that you know. Right. And people that you can really consider a part of your network. Because I think a lot of times people lean into people just that they know right. that aren't really their network. And they keep coming up empty-handed and it discourages them. But it's also, can you, 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 it you can't expect a you from somebody else. Like, that's one thing I've 
I've like when we talked on Clubhouse, I think we yeah. had this conversation yeah. when we were talking about delegating and one of your friends was talking about starting her event planning business yeah. and yeah. you know, like she just expected more from yeah. this person and yeah. just didn't get it. Like yeah. you just can't expect your work ethic from other people or other people to have the same passion as you. Don't take it personal is a good is a good one. That's real good. Yes. Yeah. It was take um, the emotion out. Don't take it personal. Not, hey Monica. I'm not personal. I'm that. not good at that. It's hard. Yeah. I take everything I'm, personal. I'm gonna be real. Like that's not my my thing. Let me tell y'all this. This is the most hurt. This is the most hurtful thing somebody has said to me, and I'm not gonna say this name. Um. So there's a guy. Um. You know. Um. He's dope. Very accomplished. He's had an amazing career and a career that, when people ask me what I do, I see his career. Um. And even if I can't explain it, I see it materialize because I watch him. Right. Um, he became a friend. He became, you know, somebody I thought that was a part of my network. Mm -hmm. And I went to him um, one day and I was like, yo, you know, long story short, I don't know how we sliced it up, but I was like, I would like for you to be my mentor. <laughs> he said, nigga, I ain't teaching you how to take money out of my pocket. Mm. I respect him because he said it. Right. But I was like, what the fuck? Like, you know what I mean? So the so that goes back to the whole. I mean, like I'm I'm flying out of town for his birthday party. Like I right, mean, like you're there. All that I'm like, yo, like you get it. When you see me, you see a baby you. You know right, what I mean? Right. So I'm like, it's nothing. And he's like, um, and I and and, and so I had kind of like a full circle moment. It's kind of shallow, but I was in Canali, um, the boutique in Buckhead. Shout out to Rod. Yeah, Rod. Yeah, and I was getting fitted um, for. Um, my wardrobe for BET Awards, mm -hmm. and um, okay, fit it. Yeah, and so he came in, the one that declined my mentorship. Mm -hmm. and, um, Your mentorship, yeah. And he was like, "Damn, that's why I couldn't get a fitting appointment." Because um, he was like, "No, he's in the BET Awards." You know, da, 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 da. and I was like, "I guess I am taking money out your pocket, but I'm right. not because he got a lot more money than me and a lot right. more stuff going on." But I just say that to say we got to do better. Can I know? give a like, nugget? Yeah, so I got my first mentor, real mentor, because I didn't know. Go ahead, I'm sorry. No, I just wanted to shout out Bevy Smith, who uh, who actually became my mentor. Um, after that, like Bevy gave me the sauce straight up. Mm -hmm. She told me how to put that shit on the bread. Okay, and she ain't let me wrong yet. So thank you, mother. So yeah, like you know, I got my first real mentor about seven years ago, uh, Derek Bozeman. Come uh, on, D. Yeah, so like, but how I got them. So I don't reach out. I got literally, I have a full page email that I sent to several affluent, strong black brothers here in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. That shit was either ignored. That shit was not like, it was me just, can I, can I serve you, please? <laughs> Sucking these motherfuckers' dicks, bro. Like, I was about to say, real. those sounds are. No, that's what it was. You kissing their ass, right? And I'm asking them to be the mentor that I learned. That ain't how you get your mentor. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and I didn't know that. And then one thing about it, a real mentor doesn't even really call themselves your mentor. Mm. A real mentor is all about exposure, uh, positioning, and support. They expose you to their career, what they do. They position you right. to do it as well. And they support you to go higher than they are. And it, I didn't get that. And the key, the key to it is just serving. Mm -hmm. I literally didn't ask Derek to be my mentor. I just kept showing up to Derek's shit. Right. And then he needed that's something what I done. Was, that's what I was doing too. Yeah, like, well, old boy. Yeah, yeah, some people just dick stuff. I mean, it's just yeah. so many different levels. I feel like of mentorship. But shout out to Derek. You know? there's, there's, Derek yeah. Bozeman is Atlanta legend. Like, Man, I'm mm -hmm. telling you, bro, it's it's certain places where I don't even they won't even take my money because I'm affiliated with Derek, and right. that's when I knew I wanted him to be my mentor. When niggas wouldn't even take this nigga money, bro, we go out to eat, and they just like, I'm so ready to go eat. Like, I'm saying. I mean, so. but <laughs> I mean, before we kind of get to the end, though, I just want to say for all of us. Like, I'm proud of all of us yeah. and what we've been able to do. And I feel like a lot of times as entrepreneurs, we're so deep into what we do. We don't take a moment to take a step back and be proud of the things that we have accomplished That's because real. we are our own competition. 
like I didn't put my face on the bus. So now I'm like, okay, well, I got to put my face on a helicopter or like something like that. It's like, it's never enough. And I just want all of us before the year is over to just take a moment and just be proud of everything that you've done. Like Dez is in the background, you know, taking photos, but he, he moved out here off COVID started singing in his fucking closet and shit and singing it sounds like and came up yeah. with a whole EP in his closet and you yeah. wouldn't even know he was recording singing between into sweaters the, into the sweaters into, right. into the sweaters <laughs> you know and and it, and it sounds so authentic yeah. and it's like but he still feels like I'm not there yet yeah. you know and I feel like we have to be thankful for every little thing that we do yeah. process you know it's a process yeah. some days are harder or easier than others but i think that we should all take a moment and just be proud of ourselves how far we've come we're still alive it's 2020 a lot of people are not here with us and you know we have lived to do this shit again tomorrow and shout out to you for um being the fire behind this Thank you know you. what yeah. i mean like you you be flying from dc yeah you put your you kept your foot in all of our asses your well-heeled foot i might add yeah um and uh, <laughs> And all of our asses, you would you wouldn't know that you was broke during the pandemic. Um, I like Big Lou that I saw today. Oh yeah, um, that's my new bag. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I just think that it's so important. Like I'm tired of talking about shit and well, not I'm doing Did it. You, turn heat you know? Well, I mean, Elder it is hot. My, my wig is sweating, but we be all right. Um, but I, I'm just tired of talking about shit mm-hmm. and not really doing the shit yeah. that we talking about. Yeah. You know, and we spend so much money on other shit to where as though like I'm I'm to the point I'm putting my money where my mouth is. This is what I want to do. I want to start this platform. I want to do children's books. I want to do all types of things. Maybe hopefully I get to OnlyFans one day. You know, but you can start one day. <laughs> with this body. Adi 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 adi. Keep face small way. Seriously, y'all, this has been some really dope shit. This oh has been god. a dope year. Oh my god! So we didn't talk about the jug. Oh shit! The what, jug. What's what the jug? Okay, about? so the jug is actually a follow up to a previous jug. Okay. So speaking of 2020, one of the things that was very um, poignant mm-hmm. this year was the susu. Okay. No, Some people call it a blessing. Moon. I flipped my boat four times. Some people call it a blessing. Yeah, moon, I ain't got five dollars. A blessing circle. I forgot. You know, people call it different things. So, the last time we talked about it, unemployment was still a thing, and mm-hmm. I know here that selling Atlanta, tea was still a thing with distributors. <laughs> you think they're entrepreneurs? I hate that tea, but you are not playing about the tea. But look, so in the in the susu, <laughs> we were still getting unemployment. So I know in Atlanta, we were getting an extra 400. I don't know what y'all were getting. Six. Okay, six. 600. In the nation's cap. Okay. Okay. So people were, the susus were going well. Like people was putting in on these boards. And then um, 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 unemployment stopped. Mm. And people were supposed to be getting paid out. Mm-hmm. In the blessing looms or the <laughs> you know that's the problem with black folks. We always want to get a rich quick schemes. You know what I'm saying? Like, like some There's, people really made off with it, like that, and then they trying to show their bank accounts. And I really want to be like, nah, bro, you got an SBA, and that's why you tried to sit there in front like this was a blessing loom. Hey, shout out to all the folks with no SBA that ain't went to jail yet. <laughs> but yeah, I was buying Rolexes. If I would have, if, if I knew it was gonna take that long for them to catch y'all, I would have put them in one. Too. But that goes back to the susu. People had money, <laughs> but now they don't, and like people want their money back. Mm-hmm. Like I know somebody that um, I know a little girl that invested six thousand dollars in the susu. Did, I think you actually put, know her, or this was like I, an article. I know her. Like I can text her right now. I think. Well, something was mentally wrong with her. But I think she's supposed to get like sixty five thousand. No, something was mentally wrong with her, and the fact that she put six thousand dollars into that. One of the people that went in for that second bout, like the first time they hit a little lick with that four hundred, well, then like well, hold on, I'm gonna no, come back. Everybody for a was flipping green. about two. I know I need most to find people the name of that susu. Got lit about two times. Yeah, about then two, I, three times. It, you can't hit the lick. Too I'm gonna find the name of the susu that I was in because I I put in twenty five dollars <laughs> and I still ain't got it. That back. wasn't the Hangers Club, the Wagoneers or something like that. Hold on. <laughs> Let me go. Yeah, one of them. He had one of them cheap boys. Let me go to that app. Twenty five dollars. I wasn't willing to risk it all. That's how I know people thought I had money. Cause niggas start coming to me like, bro, all you gotta do is fifteen hundred. Girl, that's I'm like nigga. What? The girl, that's on the Wagoneers board. <laughs> they got you, a board of directors. You know who I'm talking about? Give me my twenty five dollars back. Like I, I was supposed to get one hundred and fifty dollars back, and I was expecting that. What if you see in the street? <laughs> on site, you know what that means. And when you say on site, you can't take it back. Wagoneer, you cannot say on site. It's the handkerchief bro. for me, like. <laughs> 
can't take on sight, He man. looked like man. a little Wagoneer little dog. You know, I'm just rocking with Wagoneer that little mascot. new mustache. Yeah. <laughs> I'm giving you urban ascot mustache. So it's it. it. Oregon sight, Trail. <laughs> Shout out to people that know what the Oregon Trail is. Shout out to those printers with the um with the, the them signs on it. <laughs> yeah, and so you got well. the pillar at the uh um, dot matrix. Dot matrix. Shout out to all the people that canceled their debit card like me, so you ain't gonna get charged no subscriptions. Hey, straight up. Dude, I do a Scooby. <laughs> now, what Hit me now? back. Bro, like, you can't, I don't know how many subscriptions I got coming from my account, so I just canceled the card, and this card is new. <laughs> so, but, you, but you don't get the service no more. Yeah, so what services were you subscribed to? We ain't to? got no money, so <laughs> it don't matter anyway. I have a question about OnlyFans. So now you have to put an email to to authenticate your account. I can't follow no new OnlyFans because it's You better create a freak nasty email. Make up Gmail. Yeah, first of all, you can do it the bootleg way, the premium snaps. What is that? What's that? I don't like those. Well, you pay and they got a Snapchat where they just giving premium. Follow my premium. You ain't never seen that? Nah, I've never been on OnlyFans. No, that's just, that's on Instagram. That's because he an old Good looking stock photo ass nigga. You know what I'm saying? I don't he, have nothing. He ain't got to pay for that shit. If you had only if you had only fans, it would go off. I heard that a couple times. It really would. You should do it. I can't do it. Can I subscribe to the premium membership? How many free salmon patties you give out every week? <laughs> right. Look at this nigga. I, I know them hoes be eating good, bro. Man. <laughs> I ain't getting no free salmon cakes. So what happened? No, you gotta come try that. Lobster. We got a lobster special now. Oh, I should. Dang. Um, Jessica, Satchel. We've made it through 2020. I can't say we made it through the pandemic because I feel like it's still gonna linger. Yes, we did. No, no, we're we're always making it. Yeah, we gonna. That's make, what, that's what we do. We gonna make. Happy holidays, it. Merry Christmas, Happy, all we that. Didn't, we didn't sing at all in this episode. Can you believe it? We made it. We made it. We made it. Happy holidays. Joyful, joyful. Lord, we adore Thank you all for tuning in. Appreciate you all, Kelsey, Eldred, Satchel. Thank y'all. Love y'all. Happy, Happy New holidays, Year. Happy y'all. holidays. We love y'all. It's been fun. Yeah, we gonna keep doing it. Bye. But busy and broke.